a lot of massage places have very long names. <laughs> in um, in hindsight, I, I wish I had chosen something different. But when I was in massage school, um, yeah. in business class, it was to come up with a name, and uh, I was throwing ideas up against the wall. And uh, I like all these ideas. Yeah, and so peaceful strength came together for me because oh, yeah. of the fact that. Um, Massage is something that's peaceful and supposed to bring about relaxation. Um, but I've got a background in personal training, mm -hmm. and I really like to incorporate um, it ways people can stretch and strengthen because I believe that's so important in being healthy and pain-free. So the two words kind of stuck together for me. That's awesome. And that's where it came from. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, now I wish I could just have Lisa pull massage therapy and be done with it. <laughs> That'd be easy. It's a little self-branding. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we're kind of into the past a little bit. So let's talk about your, like, what led to where we are now. Um, well, as I said, years ago I was a personal trainer, and I really loved working with people um, and the benefits of health and athletics and so on. But I had to have a grown-up job for a little while. I had win new windows to help pay for siding, mortgage, the whole bit. So I worked for United Healthcare for, I think, eight years. Um, and sitting in a cubicle drove me crazy. Um, and I wanted to get back into working with people and helping people. And we've got a good friend of the family who got into massage in her 40s. And I was in my early 40s at the time where I was trying to find an escape route from the cubicles. And I just, you know, talked to her and said, all right, I'll give massage a try. And uh, within a few months of school, I realized that it really was kind of a calling and what I was meant to do. And so here I am six years later. It's pretty good. Yeah. I really like that. Let's talk about your business. Yeah, peaceful strength massage therapy. Um, uh, I'm a therapeutic massage. I'm not a, a spa. Um, most people come to me for some type of pain. After they've been coming to me for a while, they may come in for relaxation sessions, but most of the time people are coming in for pain treatment. Um, from your everyday athlete who's dealing with lower back pain, shoulder pain, elbow pain, um, to people who are sitting at a desk all day long who are dealing with neck and shoulder issues. Um, most people, it's definitely pain-centered. I'd say about 95% pain and 5% for stress and relaxation. Okay, so you're different than a lot of other massage therapists. Yeah, I believe in the, in the power of touch and the power of positive touch. Um, and in today's society, I don't think we connect with one or one another enough. Um, and I think it's real important to have that positive touch. Um, and it's massage is very therapeutic based, and a lot of people think of it as a luxury. Um, and I like to say that massage is a necessity disguised as a luxury. Um, we really de need to connect, we really need to touch one another, um, appropriately, mind you. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's very beneficial, um, you know, from pain to just the sensation of having somebody connect with you on a different level. Um, and we're so disconnected nowadays with the 
all of modern technology yeah. and texting and emailing and computers and we don't connect and sit down one one on one and have a conversation anymore and yeah. I think massage is something else that is also needed. I like that. Yeah, because uh, I've heard many actual stories of um, you know children who don't get like any type of physical contact for a while after they're born and develop very uh, wrong, I guess. I shouldn't say wrong, but you know what I mean. Um, down the road, and then yeah, there there's um, there's a book. Uh, can't think of the name of it. Uh, it's written by a, a psychiatrist um, and he goes into, he studied um, babies who didn't bond with their parents and followed them through life and the different things that happened to them um, from eating disorders to drug addiction to just bad behavior in classrooms as they grow up to just all of these things due to the lack of bonding. Um, they've done studies at orphanages where children who don't get held as infants, the mortality rate is outrageous. Um, so touch is really important. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so, uh, so you're a woman. <laughs> What's it like being a woman in uh, the entrepreneurial world. You own your own business, you're successful. Like, how does that work out for you? Um, I had no real business experience when I got into this. Mm -hmm. I, um, as I said, I worked for United and Corporate America in a cubicle. Um, I wanted out desperately and uh, jumped in with both feet. And there was a huge learning curve. I don't know if there is a difference between men and women when it comes to being an entrepreneur, because I'm just been winging it for the past six years. Honestly, um, there there's a lot to learn. Um, I thought, okay, there'll be, I'll have to learn bookkeeping and accounting, but when it comes to the marketing aspect of it. Um, it's huge how important it is to be able to get outside of your comfort zone and get out there and network. I know that's how we met each other, yeah. is to get into the networking, um, along with the social media and developing a, a website and advertising on Facebook and having Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts. And it, there's so much to learn. Um, I don't know. As I, I don't have any ex reference point to to say, it's just I've been learning as I go, okay. and it's it's quite the adventure to say the least. Yeah. I always grew up uh, knowing I wasn't going to do well in traditional employment, <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> yeah, being an entrepreneur is better. Yes, especially for I guess our personality types. You you um you have to be a go getter. You have to be able to initiate and take care of things. You can't be one to wait for direction, or your business is going to fail. Yeah. Um, to to get out there and meet people and um, to get out of your comfort zone. It's it's the first time I went to a networking event. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Talk about your move a little bit, because um, you were in Manchester originally. Yep. And you moved to Bedford. Yes. Awesome. So how's that been? 
It's been fantastic. Um, my first location was inside a gym over on uh, South Commercial Street. Um, I met the gym owner while I was still in school. He had a room and I just went for it. It was, my room was outside of a powerlifting area. So it was not quiet and it was not relaxing to say the least. <laughs> it was also in the basement of one of the mill buildings. So there was heat and damp and cold and it, yeah. I was there for six months and then I moved over to Silly Road and I was there for four years. Um, and that change of location was good. Um, and it got to the point because I was just renting a small room and I wanted more space. And I started asking around and found a realtor who showed me this spot and it's perfect. I've got the waiting room now, my office, a bigger treatment room, and the change in location's been fantastic. Everyone loves the area. It's really easy to get to, plenty of parking. Um, and people feel safer here in Bedford than they do in Manchester. Um, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Bedford's fantastic. And I love the fact that Whole Foods is two minutes down the street. <laughs> healthy, yes, healthy. Well, I'm a fan of healthy, though. We're distant friends. <laughs> um, so I guess we're talking about moving forward. Like, what are we looking to do with the business? Growing, keeping the same size? Uh, I'm, I'm going through um, growing pains right now. My schedule is really booked most of the time where I'm getting phone calls and I can't get people in as soon as they would like to. Part of me would like to hire, but I don't know if I want that responsibility of having an employee. Um, as, a, as a business, there is so much involved in having an employee, all of the additional taxes, the additional paperwork, and then the headaches that can come along with an employee. Um, I've heard so many stories of how difficult it is to hire and have somebody that works well. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm torn about hiring somebody. I would love to at some point in time have a practice that had three or four treatment rooms and three or four therapists. Um, I'm just not sure I'm ready for that headache. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's, it's a lot of responsibility to have to fill the books for somebody else. Yeah. Um, so I, I would like to grow, I would like to expand, and then part of me is scared to make that next step. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I, I can see that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Know, if, you know, I, I hire somebody and they suddenly call in sick, and they've got a full schedule and I have a full schedule and I'm now working a 14-hour day, yeah. you know, um, or am I calling clients and rescheduling them and, you know, I don't know if I want that yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I do want my business to work for me instead of me owning my job. I've heard people put it that way. Do yeah. you own a business or do you own a job? And sometimes I feel like I own a job more than I own a business. Because if I'm not working, I'm not making any money. Um, yeah. And that's the downside of being a, a solepreneur, as they call it, yeah. instead of an entrepreneur. Because if I, if I get sick, if I go on vacation, there's no money coming in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, 
I took a little vacation and it was fantastic to get away. I needed to get away to get away from all of the stress, but there was four days with no money coming in. So that's hard. Feel your pain a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit about what goes on here. Um, so we, we kind of know massage. Mm -hmm. We help people who have pains. So what's, what's the uh, actual experience like? Um, when people, when a new client books an appointment, um, they their session is a little bit extended compared to a normal session because I like to be able to spend some time going over their health history, talking about the issues that they've got going on, and then at the end of the session to be able to kind of cover what happened and what um, I recommend for future appointments. Um, I tend to be a little more sports-minded um, when it comes to the massage, so I encompass a lot of stretching, a lot of compression work. Um, it's a little bit different than you might find at some other therapy areas. I take all of the training that I have and I kind of combine it into a session. Um, and it all depends on what I find in the area as to what techniques that I use. So that kind of differentiates me from some of the other um, therapists. They will have their treatments as in, oh, it's a relaxation session or it's a deep tissue session where I don't do that. You book a session and it's 60 minutes and you come in and you tell me what's going on. You can come in one time and say, oh, I've got a real neck issue, and the next time come in and say, my lower back's bugging me. So everything changes every time that you come in. Um, so every session is a little bit different. Um, as I said, I encompass a lot of stretching, and I've, as, because I've gone to other therapists, I've yet to find a therapist who does the stretching and the compression work that I do. Um, and I also give recommendations of homework and things that people can do on their own when they leave. Um, stretching, strengthening exercises, um, how to use a foam roller. Um, and I think using a foam roller is kind of a, a, a self-massage tool. Um, how to use a tennis ball, another self-massage tool. So I want people to come in as a business person because, you know, that's what I'm in business for is to make money. But I want people to get better. And I know that massage is expensive, so I want them to be able to do self-treatment at home so that they don't have to come in as frequently and so that their pain gets better because that's the whole point. Um, you know, I don't want people to keep coming back and coming back being in pain all the time because then I'm not doing my job. I'm not a good therapist if somebody's in pain. Um, and massage, exercise, stretching, diet, um, that is all going to make a difference in somebody's quality of life and their pain. So I really like to educate people on ways that they can be healthy um, to help prevent pain and to take care of the pain. It's really cool. A lot of people can use that. Yes, yes, a lot of people can use it. Um, and I think sometimes people are a little surprised when they come in because I will say, hey, here's an exercise that, you know, you can try, that you can do, or here's a stretch, or, you know, somebody will be, a, a, I like to call them everyday athletes, who go to the gym on a regular basis, and they say, oh yeah, I use a foam roller, but I'm not sure how. 
Well, I'll sit down and spend a few minutes and show them how to use a foam roller. Um, I've got videos on my website that link to different people that I found on YouTube that have some great stretches or some great exercises because I, I really believe it's all important that um, you have to do it all. You can't just sit behind a computer all day long and come in for a massage and think it'll magically go away. You, you've got to put some skin in the game. Okay. Let's talk about fears. Fears and you know some you know things that keep people from coming to a massage therapist. I think that's a oh. that's an issue people probably have. <laughs> well, um, I for some people there's they don't like to be touched. Um, I've had lots of people who've never had a massage before, and somebody buys them a gift certificate, and so they finally come in because they feel guilty because you know somebody bought them, and then they go, oh my God, this feels so good. I can't believe I've never had a massage before. But they're afraid of being naked. And I tell people all the time, undress to your level of comfort or don't undress at all. They, I can have people come in and they're fully dressed. I say, come in in your athletic wear. And we can do a total session in shorts and a t-shirt. Um, so if people are afraid of having to take their clothes off and be naked under a thin little sheet, you don't have to be. You can come in and you can be clothed. Um, and I can do a complete session that way. So I think that's one of the fears. Um, there is the the old happy ending discussion. And that that's something that you talk to any massage therapist and boy, oh boy, that boils our blood. Um, I, not, knock on wood, I've only had two creepers, I'll say, walk through my doors. Um, but most people, because of the fact that if you look at my website, you understand that this is a business. Yeah. A business yeah. It's <laughs> therapeutic business. massage. Um, some people are afraid that massage is going to hurt, um, and massage shouldn't hurt. You know, you'll hear people talk about, oh, they had a deep tissue massage, and it just hurts so bad. But the therapist said it, 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 it would feel better afterwards. Deep tissue massage isn't about pain. It's about working those deeper layers. Um, so I think that's kind of a, a, a misnomer. It, it shouldn't hurt, because if I'm causing pain, what we're doing is we're activating the nervous system to protect the body. So if I hurt you, you're not going to relax at all, and those areas of discomfort are going to stay tight and tense because I'm causing pain to that area. So it should never be painful. It might be a little bit uncomfortable because of the fact that it's already an area of discomfort. So it might be slightly uncomfortable, but it should never be painful. Um, and so it always drives me crazy when people come in and say, oh, I had a massage down at Cancun and the therapist was kneeling on me and it really, really hurt. What the heck are they doing? That's, that's not therapeutic at all. Um, so it might be uncomfortable because of the fact that the tissue is already grumpy and already carrying uh, some discomfort, but it shouldn't be painful at all. Great. So where can people find uh, more about you? I'm online. Okay. I've got a website. I've got a Facebook page. I've got a Twitter account and Instagram. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff, yeah. I haven't done Snapchat yet. <laughs> oh, and I'm on LinkedIn, too. <laughs> okay. So I will link to all those okay. in, the, in the comment sections okay. as well so people can find you.
So thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Thank you. This has been awesome. It's been easy. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs>